Yeah, you know what time it is. It's time for Bo and Nick, the losers with a dream. Uh-huh. <sighs> what a waste of time. Yep, the losers. You're listening, so who's the freaking loser, people? Welcome to Bo and Nick's Losers with a Dream. Yeah. I freaking hate them so much. The look at their funny. They suck at everything. You're listening. The question is... Why? Hello and welcome to the Losers with a Dream podcast. I am one of your hosts, Nick Scopoletti. And I'm <laughs> and I'm the other host, Bo McDowell. And and he looks hot in a backwards hat. Yeah, that's true. The votes are in. <laughs> we got your I fan mail. Yeah. Backwards hat for Bo is perf. I love that for you. <laughs> I love when people say that. Yeah, you do. Dude, when girls say that, like, I love that for you. Yes. I think that's the funniest shit. I don't know why. I just find it funny. I, I just think it's a little passive aggressive, and I think you like a little passive aggressive. Oh, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Just like a little mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ooh, you lost all your oh, hair. Okay. That's crazy, well, I Nick. love that for you. Yeah. For you being love the key that words. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Dude, fuck this podcast. Let's go make out. <laughs> I'm so horny. Anyway, so <laughs> are we recording? Yeah. yeah. Um, so welcome to Losers with a Dream podcast. Go follow us on social medias and like us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Leave us a five-star review, please. Five stars. We're tr- five, nothing less. Five stars. Okay. Nothing less. Nothing less. Three stars for me, two for Bo. <laughs> <laughs> Together, it's five stars. Yeah. And Lisa's all five stars. I'm a two-star man. By herself. So. You're a, I'm a two-star guy. I'm a two-star man. His rating on Tinder, he's a two-star. I'm a two-star guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm a three-star. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on Hinge. I'm, yeah. I'm a three-star. They're like, yeah, he's fine. But you know what? He's got, Not that bad. He's got some yeah. issues. <laughs> Speaking of issues, we are going to get into... Our mental health check-in, which, you know, we don't like to do that boring scale of one to ten. Like, I'm no. an eight. <laughs> stupid, right? Eight so we, is always the, I don't I don't know what to say, so I'm just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. a seven. I don't want to say ten. 7. I don't want to say five. five. Yeah, yeah. Seven point eight. Seven point five. Yeah. yeah. That's what oh, I... That's just what don't break up. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't like to do scale one to ten. We compare it to something. Something in pop culture. Something that happened to us this week. We're deep guys. Even though... Very deep. Bo's wearing a backwards hat and he looks like he's at, you know, a Duke lacrosse game. Goal, we have Goal feelings. for the team. Goal for the team. <laughs> Dude, we were road tripping down to Maryland to watch the D1 lacrosse finals. Yeah. But anyway... <laughs> it's, uh, I'm t- Fucking got my spoon, dude. So <laughs> you call the lacrosse? Yeah, lacrosse stick? is your spin. And I got lettuce in the back, dude. You have no lettuce. I'm working on my lettuce, dude. You could grow it out, though. I'm hopeless. I would love to have lettuce, but I also it gets hot, and you know, it's so pretty warm out today. Let's check in. I'm gonna ask you. you. Go, no, I was saying you go no, first. I set but it up. No, because I've now stepped in. So I'm going to ask you. This guy got a date tonight. Thinks he's hot shit. Yeah, I got a bit of a date. (laughs) Listen, Lisa's already shaking her head. I would like you to check in with me right now, please. Can I do it? Can I just email it to you? (laughs) I don't want to talk. You don't want to talk? (laughs) Can we do a podcast over email? Yeah. Me at nick.gmail.com. Um, so yeah, my mental health check in. I'll tell you what I'm feeling like. Okay. Okay. Low energy to start. I'm feeling like Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. Do you remember that movie, anybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big dude. The big guy, yeah, yeah. He just beats up the nerds, but he's sensitive and they kind of like him and they end up become fr- coming friends with him. Yes. The reason why is because, you know, the Olympics is happening. Mm-hmm. Sports. That's right. And my least favorite thing Topical. on planet Earth is when people who have never competed in anything critique athletes and these people that have dedicated their lives to things. It reminds me of like Skip Bayless, who's the worst. Yeah. Right? Every year he says, Tom Brady sucks. Hey, Skip, Not where'd nice. you play football? <laughs> Huh? Yeah. How many times you get shoved in a fucking locker in high school, dude? I was the team manager. I hate these people. I hate them so much. Yeah. It's like when, and you can identify with this, it's like when at college, like the white kids from the wealthy towns, like suburban areas, would critique the rap music that was being played. Yes. At the parties. That was my fucking favorite. Yeah. Like, dude, you know, like Drake, he's kind of like Drake, Drake and Lil Wayne were hot at the time when I was in college. 
big time, okay? And they're like, dude, I don't, I don't like this side of you. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of <laughs> mainstream because it's aggressive and aggro and alpha, and you're just a beta. <laughs> alpha beta, that's where they're the nerds. Alpha beta. Uh, <laughs> But I just hated that shit when they're like, dude, actually, you know what? Wu-Tang has like better lyrics. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. You want to hang out with girls? Dude, Put Drake on. The thing is, you just don't understand lyricism the I way that I do. I knew you were going to say that. It's kids, too, that were born like, yo, Wu-Tang. It's like you were three when their first album came out. Okay. You yeah, grew up in I Fairfield. Dope, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was the dopest three-year-old. I had a pretty sweet crib. I had little Jordans, little baby Jordans on. I hated that shit. So just, you know, critics are almost never creators. They're losers, and it drives me nuts, Ooh. especially with the sports shit. It's like, again, you great. You got towels for real athletes in high school, and now you're right. Fucking, mm, I'm going to write on ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. I understand that. I do. I you know, I was like, a, I used to write a sports blog when I was in college. Yeah, but you actually played them. Yeah, it's true. This is, you're not even you like played football, wrestled, you did it all your whole life. I'm That's talking true. about people that never did anything. I like it when you remind them that I'm an athlete. Yeah. So is <laughs> I will say at BJ Ryan's I was fucking around with Bo in the men's room, just us two. No, just true. kidding. You do that all the time. He was showing me his Ben from wrestling. Dude, you get low for a big guy. Yeah, I was, I was, I was wrestling guys today at the gym <laughs> because they came over. Hold on. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> I was wrestling guys today at the gym. No, like, you know, a trainer comes over. You can I'm never like, make fun like, of hey, me let's ever go. again I get, for gym I get stuff low. now. <laughs> I, start, I start taking them on the ground, you know, put it in them. You, you know get a lot. Put it in them. <laughs> wow. Okay. Speaking of putting it in them. So I, all right, I'm, I'm going to check in now. Is it my turn? Check. You can just send to my email. I'm going to send it to your yeah. email. <laughs> I don't want to so hear So I feel like Lisa Lampanelli, our fearless leader. Ass. Because, <laughs> because I'm just becoming kind of a a local celebrity, oh. and it's it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I know this hasn't happened for you yet, and I I hate to bring it up because it hasn't happened for you yet. But you know, I go out places and people get excited, and I understand that. I get that, right? Like it is exciting to see me, but. I have a schedule to keep, so it gets hard. You know, like I was going out to get sushi the other night, and all these people go, Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> right? They go, It's you! And I go, I, I know. I know. I know who. I know, right? Was I it, know. Was it because you had six Philadelphia rolls to yourself? <laughs> Was that why they were yelling? Also, were these children, and you were wearing green, they were like, fuck, Shrek's here. He's at the Maritime Aquarium for Kids Day. Did they, is that what they thought? Yeah, they were like, where's Donkey? Yeah. No. And then I show up. But anyway, you're making jokes, and I get that that's out of, like, I get that that's out of, like, lack. Like, you don't have what I have. Oh, but he just learned that phrase last night, and now he's using it. Stealing your shit again, Lisa. Uh I just, you're I'm a sponge and I understand a lot of things and I take them and I put you, them out there. You're so definitely a sponge. So the thing is, <laughs> you absorb mostly goldfish, not water. And so I'm out, you know, and I've, this has been happening. Like, it's just a consistent thing now that happens where I go out, people recognize me, they get excited, they, you know, they want to talk about comedy and, you know, like we saw you the other night, it was so good. You so know our I mean? next and, segment is. No, uh, I just. <laughs> I just thought I'd bring it up because it's exciting for me, you yeah. know. And I thought I thought you know you as my friend you would like be excited for me too. But I usually am, and then you start saying words, and then I'm like, eh. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I like you a lot, and then you start talking, and I go, oh. <laughs> so anyway, you're that's, like the hot girl, but and that's then, what's like, going you on. Talk and there's nothing that, there, and you're like, ah, that, that's what's going on with me. It. And. You know, I, I'm excited about it. It's it's a good sign for you, right? Would you say that people love you? <laughs> I would say I would say they adore. Adore. Yeah. It's, Do you think it's, it's a an adoration because the way you look? <laughs> I think it's more like a like they just. Uh, it's just so. Uh, it's so exciting. You know what I mean? Like it's they can't. Uh, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the cracks in the sidewalk. <laughs> Like, oh, my ankle. Yeah. It, well, it's it's tough. It's You got to hold your breath. <laughs> Which we know you're good at. <laughs> so, you know, we're we're a couple of guys who... <laughs> <laughs> what a transition. Yeah, I'm like, we're going to get out of the bit. Uh, <laughs> we're a couple of guys Pull that who, parachute, you know, babe. we fall in love. We wrestle guys in locker rooms. I, and, do, I do not. <laughs> and uh, I just have sex with them like a real man. Yeah, yeah. 
And, <laughs> I don't tease uh, them. Well, you know, you, you've been known to tease. I am a little bit. And, you know, we fall in love. We fall in love with things. We fall in love with things in our life. We fall in love with people. I lost it. No. Yeah. <laughs> you were and, looking up in the corner. I was like, where the fuck is he going? And Fame's really changed you. And I, and just, I think... Well, I just am always looking into the stars because I now am one. Uh, and <laughs> and I just want to know, who did you fall in love with You know with stars this week? are mostly made of gas. Okay. Well, then I fit. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Go ahead. Who did I fall in love with? This kind of goes to uh, with my mental health check in a little bit. So, again, the Olympics. If you guys saw uh, Simone Biles... Right, she's right. 24 years old, I believe. She's you know America's sweetheart as far as gymnastics is going, and she had to withdraw. They said it was like a medical issue. Well, they didn't say an injury. She didn't get injured. Just her, and I think you and I and Lisa and all this could her anxiety and mm. her pressure. I mean, this girl's literally been doing the sport, especially in gymnastics. You do it since till, like when you're five. I think yeah. is when she started, <laughs> and it's just. I mean, that's when I started. Of, yeah, totally, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you did that fucking Lane Bryant or whatever you did. That's where you started. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I just, I I, I, felt, I feel bad for her, man, because like she spent, let's say she's tw- round up 20 years, essentially, right? right? Doing this shit her entire life. And I'm sure, to go back to my first point, I'm sure there's people that are critiquing her that have <laughs> never yeah. dedicated... That's Anything not a good spin kick to, to any. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know what that's they did. not good. You know what his problem is? <laughs> She's not balancing on the yeah, beam. It's really like not that good. <laughs> Again, when white kids talk about like, yeah, LeBron, like he's okay. It's like stop. You really hate white people, don't you? They're just dumb. That's I'm talking about in racism. sports. White kids are stupid. Yeah. You guys are fucking dumb. Okay. Some, some racism. Yeah, whatever. It's all good, dude. Okay, fin- a, finish your Simone Biles. I just, I just feel bad for her, and I fell in love with her, and I want to date her, and I just want to... Yeah. I don't even date her. I literally just want to like sit down there and be like... What is she, like 13? 24, like okay. I said earlier. <laughs> 13. This is the last episode of yeah. Losers of the Dream. <laughs> this is it, dude. I'm ready to kill somebody, dude. <laughs> Deep into season four of Sopranos again. I'm ready oh to, God! I'm ready to. Kill I don't somebody. like season four. You. <laughs> uh, One okay. grand finale, but I, I, you know, this poor girl is prepping her whole. She's still going to compete individually, but right. Um, I believe she's done with the team stuff, and it's uh, got to sympathize with someone like that. It's just like you don't want to give her a hug and be like, "Hey, it's all good." It's like, tough. I've, I can't even fucking imagine. Yeah. To prep your entire life for something and like. She's America's sweetheart, and then you're 24 also. Yeah. When you said America's <laughs> sweetheart, I was like, "That's a good name for me." I think going forward. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sweet tart, I think is better. <laughs> Pretty good. That's Pretty a good. good one. Pretty good there, Nick. Because I like, get first like, "Oh, yeah, this is kind of good." Then it's good. then it's sour, <laughs> and then it gains weight. Anyways, let's go. <laughs> Who'd you fall in love with, bro? So is it Lisa Lampanelli so again? N- you n- fucking kiss ass. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do the same thing twice. You, you know? would. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love with garbage bags because you look because like one. I because I threw oh, away a lot of my clothes this week. You're very proud of you. And about I this packed I packed them up. I threw them in those bags, and I, they will never be seen again. Can and you, it is a fantastic experience. It's the best feeling. I do it once a month. It's the best thing. Yeah. Ever. Now, can you tell a quick story of what your mother came over to help you? <laughs> What did your mom find? My mother found a pair of women's underwear. And, you know, when you're somebody like me that's in the spotlight, like, (laughs) women come over and they like to leave. No, no, no. They like to leave a gift, (laughs) right? Because that's a nice thing to do for a performer of my stature, right? So yeah, think maybe the girl mother... just had like diarrhea and just left him there. She's like, I gotta, I can't. I gotta Don't say that. <laughs> but yes, my mother found them and she goes, "Oop, look at these." <laughs> my mother did find a pair. I brought them home in my my laundry bag when I was in college. I brought them home my laundry and in there was a pair of, of panties that I didn't know were there. We're seeing a pattern that I wasn't wearing. Do you wear those on stage? <laughs> Your <laughs> secret good luck. My mother her. finds them. She pulls them out and it was a bigger lady 
And she goes, <laughs> and she looks at me and she goes, Thank you. Oh, large Marge. And I, and I go, I go, Mom. <laughs> I go, All right, Mom. She goes, she goes, Yeah, you know, well, it's not bad. You know, you have a, a bigger lady, you know, that's not it. She, she was just like trying to play it cool. I'm like, ah, All right. But very God. funny. So I got rid of the clothes, which was nice. Right, right. Yes. But you did keep... I held you did keep on to the your, thong. Yeah, you held on to the thong. He's wearing it right now. He did keep his uh, Grateful Dead belly shirt that's way too small, at least Listen, pointed out. I really like that shirt, and it brings me joy, and she can, she can just stuff it, okay? <laughs> it reminds me of when I was doing drugs and life was fun. Yeah. I had I had hope. <laughs> uh, well, you're cute, and we're gonna move on to our topic of the day after this quick, cute little break. We'll be right back. Dude, I don't know what to wear to the gym anymore. Definitely not your Grateful Dead belly shirt. <laughs> I thought it was good. You go to the gym? Yeah, I'm trying to. Oh, listen, you two idiots, stop fighting. Best looking gym stuff I ever seen. Fitnesswank.com. I wear it, and I'm a fitness influencer in my own house. That's true. She is. She is. Ballroom dancing bitch. She's the talk of the treadmill. Fitnesswank.com. Seriously, it's the only shit that hides your tits and highlights mine. (laughs) (laughs) You said fitnesswank.com? That's the website. (laughs) Fitnesswank.com. Hello, and welcome back to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers, and we have big dreams, okay? And sometimes, you know, we're these big, burly guys, but sometimes we get scared, and things are going a certain way, and we get nervous, and that's what today's topic is going to be, because I get scared. Oh, hey, hon, why don't I just set up the topic Yeah, okay, today? please do. I'm very nervous. <laughs> you seem yeah, you seem why are, Can I ask you one question? Why are my hands Before so we get started. No, no, no. Why do your knees sweat? Because they're touching under the table against my knees, and I'm like, how do you sweat from your knees? How does this happen? Anyway, unrelated. Unrelated. This is shame. It's not shame. I'm just, I'm worried for you. I want to make sure you're okay. You have vertigo and now your knees are sweating. I have a glandular problem. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just making sure you're okay. Anyways, we'd like to introduce our topic for this week. Uh, We came to this topic because I showed up at Duchess of Monroe, Connecticut. Mm. Very confident. I, I I go to Lisa. I, go, I, I don't know what we're gonna talk about because we normally talk about our problems. But a guy, and I just don't got any. Right? Like, he <laughs> Bo walked in just fucking doing the dice move. Yeah, just doing. Oh, hey. yeah, got no problems. He started smoking a cig like that, like this. <laughs> yeah. Over his head. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hey, hickory, He just walked in and yelled at my duck. dad. He said, yeah. nine nuggets now. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Put them on the fryer there, Bobby. And my dad was in no mood, but. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm telling her, I'm like, everything is good. And she goes, she goes, isn't that the worst when you're waiting for the other shoe to drop? <laughs> Which, is, by the way, it's important to have a friend in your life that reminds you of constant death yeah. and fear <laughs> so so we got to thinking Constant death. wouldn't it be a great topic to talk about the fear of success because you know what we're all a little afraid to even succeed everybody's afraid to fail but we don't think about how much we're afraid to have things go well right yeah you know and i i was thinking about this i mean this applies to almost every aspect of my life I do have a date tonight. I don't know why you had to yeah. tell everybody. I'm trying to keep it cool. You know, I'm trying to stay cool. Yeah, dude, we know. Your TMZ will be there <laughs> taking fucking photos. And uh, <laughs> I, I'll try to live, you know, just a simple under-the-radar life these days. <laughs> e! News Network. Bo McDowell has a date. <laughs> and, you know, so, but I was thinking about this date, and I'm going like, oh, man, what if this is, like, perfect well, there's a whole lot of fear there, even though that would be an exciting thing if this date went really well and this person ends up being kind of the person that I end up dating for a period of time, hopefully a long period of time. But it also means <laughs> there's a lot of fear, yeah. right? Because like you're like, oh, well, if this works, then, oh, man, there's a lot of 
now we're in that room. Now it's like, oh, I, I have to be a good boyfriend. Am I going to do that? I have to, you know what I mean? I have to be attentive. I have to be loving. I have to, like, I care ha- about someone else besides myself. Yeah. Like, all yeah. of a sudden, there's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of, you know, there's a, there's success comes with more work and more understanding of yourself. And, and, and it's scary. You know what I mean? It's really easy to kind of, and not always, but sometimes it's just really easy to just stay where you are. And, yeah. and you know what I mean? And that leads us to sabotage a lot of things that come around that could be big, uh, you know, big moments that lead to successful careers or successful relationships or anything that could, you know, drive success our way. We find a way to not do it. We find a way to not show up. We find a way, oh, I was going to go to that gig, but you know what, man, I got nervous. I didn't think I didn't think I was going to measure up. That guy was there. I didn't want to be judged. So you you run, right? You run, you know? and it's easier to it's easier to hide and accept mediocrity or accept just a, a, a life without that level of success than it is to take that jump and then have to deal with the next thing, right? Once you get there, what do you do? What's next? Yeah, like you get there, and then it's like, okay. Yeah, I got this. This is the thing I stressed about. I worried about for two, three months. Yeah, whatever. Now I got it. I got it. Great. What's next? Right. Like that. I mean, for me, the even like the 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 residency at Broadway. Like, all right, did it? Got it. <clears throat> and you guys saw me when I thought I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was panicking about it. Yeah. Then I got it. And now it's like, I gotta do that again. I guess. Like, keep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you gotta keep. Right. You gotta go again, and then keep going you know what i mean and it's tough to i know for me you and i have spoken about this so much about fear of failure and you've seen it in me yeah like scared to even it's weird because i have a fear of success right where i will just not try for things but also hate missed opportunities yeah (laughs) so it's like yeah it really depends on like i just i just came from therapy today and she was saying about how like people idle at certain things. Yeah. She's like, you idle real low. Like you're pretty, she goes, I would say it's like a low level. Yeah. Depression in a way, but it's just like, you just idle real low and you're kind of scared to push it. Yeah. Cause what if it does happen or what if whatever, like, I don't know why I'm like that. I have no fucking, well, idea. I think you're scared to be happy. Could be because at the end of the day, a lot of this is choice, right? Like we choose to be almost in the state that we're in most of the time. Do you think that's to like reinforce familiar patterns? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, like I'm for like, I'm nervous about anxious about money or my future or whatever. It's like, but I do, I don't, you know, I do things to reinforce that or date women that reinforce that or put these pressures on myself, whatever yeah. it may be. Well, and, and that's just a, different. that's just a form of sabotage, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to date a woman who, uh, is going to naturally make you feel bad about yourself or make you feel like you don't, you know, level up to them, then you're just setting yourself up to fail because you don't want to succeed. Yeah. Right. Uh, but if you're dating a woman that you go, Oh my God, like this person could really lift me up. This person, you know, I could see a great life with them or, you know, we laugh together at all these things. Right. And then you go, Oh, but I, you know what? I, I don't, I don't know. It's just not working. And then you walk away mm it's it's usually out of some sort of like oh well i was too afraid of what could have happened next right and what could have happened next was you could have been happy <laughs> right <laughs> but it is it is scary and co- i've spent large periods of time in my life choosing to be unhappy or choosing to be sick right choosing to be uh miserable Cho- like drinking is a choice when you go out and you drink alcohol uh, especially as an addict or an alcoholic, you're taking a, you're deciding to be miserable, right? Yeah. And you know we don't always look at it that way because obviously there's obsession, there's compulsion, there's tons of reasons why somebody would go back into a pattern of drinking or addiction. But for the most part, it's it's just safer than living life on life's terms. It's safer than dealing with your problems by going for things that are scary. You know what I mean? And one of the biggest, scariest things is to just be happy, to just be okay. And, you know, a lot of that comes from this feeling of like, I don't deserve it. 
I don't deserve happiness. Yeah. Like, does that ever come up where you're like, oh man, I, I just feel like I don't deserve it. Yeah. I mean, well, Lisa posed the question to us uh, to yeah. kind of write down before this episode was, <clears throat> who am I to think I can have blank? Right. So for, I know you've written down, so I've written down some stuff, but like, who am I to think I could have wife and kids, stability, financial, you know, financial stability, mm-hmm. money, comedy, career, all right. that stuff. Like, who am I to think that um, yeah. I can have all this? Yeah, like it's not. It's not for me. I used to say it to my buddies too. They're married. It was kind of like, hey, it's not for me. You're, that's, right. That's you. You're the provider. You're like the. I don't do that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And they're like, no, man. You're just. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're. Why are you putting yourself in this? But you don't even know yet. You don't know anything yet. Well, it's because it's easier to live at the level that you're living at. Yeah. And stay there than it is to try. Idling. What's the scariest thing as a teenager? Trying. And someone catching you trying is terrifying. Yeah, dude. Right? You ever, Asking like, the girl out. Oh, look at him. He's trying. Yeah, or like Why for extra trying? credit, dude. Yeah. That's like, that reminds me of you know, like 21 Jump Street, yeah. the remake, when, they, yeah. uh, when they're like, oh, look at him, dude. He's doing his homework. Yeah, Like exactly. Channing Tatum. Like, yeah. this dude, what an idiot, dude. Yeah. Exactly. Like, two strap in your backpack, you got a one strap. Like right. so many <laughs> All yeah, and we take some of those things or those ideas of being cool, and a lot of them are just defense mechanisms to keep us from trying anything that scares us, right? Yeah. And we don't know why things scare us. We don't know, you know. Obviously, it could be because your father had a volatile kind of financial situation. Yeah. It could be that you know I had a volatile childhood and, mm. and uh drinking career, but we <laughs> hall but of fame, the, this guy, the bottom, the bottom. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for, we know. I, I mean, yeah, okay. I'm joking. Well, I'm just saying of hall of fame, but, <laughs> but at Wilton high school, it's yeah. a picture of you. Like, <laughs> two beers. Yeah. yeah. Throwing up in a fucking garbage can. <laughs> but the reality is, is like, it doesn't matter what the cause is. It doesn't matter what the root is. You know, you can get in there, you can dig it out and be like, all right, man, it's this, this is why, I am am scared of this. This is why I'm scared to succeed in this area of my life, right? And I think you know a lot of those things. I think I know a lot of those things. I think we've all dug it up. But getting past the awareness stage and into the action of of actually getting on that stage, of actually going on that date, of actually, you know what I mean? Like that's where it's like the rubber meets the road and all of a sudden, okay, are you afraid of this or are you going to walk through the fear? And most of life is just walking through fear, right? Like it's scary right now to be sitting, looking at a camera going like, wow, a lot of people are probably going to judge how funny this is or how interesting this is, or, you know, the things that I'm saying, right. Or how I look. Mm -hmm. Right. But I've gotten used to showing up here doing these shows, right? I've gotten used to being on camera and I've gotten used to understanding that, hey, that's just a part of my life and that's what I want to do. But I have to take, I had to take that a first jump and go through all of that fear of like, how are people going to react? Yeah. You know? It's funny, man. I think, I can't remember where I read this or heard this, but human beings are the only animals or mammals that, that like, can recognize, like, oh, be aware of their own anxieties and fears. You know what I mean? Yeah. Animals react. Like, they're just, like, fight or flight, whatever, attack, whatever. Yeah. But, like, we'll get nervous about something or I'll get whatever, anxious about something. And I'll be like, like, I'll have an idea, example, to post something on TikTok or whatever. Yeah. And I'll be like, this, I think this would be funny. Yeah. And then I immediately talk myself out of it. Right. I'm like, well, yeah, I start... Uh, well, I have to do this and then that, and maybe I shouldn't. Like, I should just do. It. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's also the same voice going, "Why? Why are you? Yeah. Why don't you just do it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's? I guess hopefully Lisa will give us the answers. But well, I mean, yeah. like, what's the like? What I, the fuck is the answer for this? You know what I mean? That's why I always liked growing well, up. I was I'll, into I'll, like science and things. Like this equals this equals that. Some of it is imposter syndrome. Yeah. Right. Some of it is feeling like, hey this isn't me or I'm trying to be something I'm not, or they're going to, they're going to see right through it. And then some of it is if I succeed, then what? Right. And I think that 
there's a solid balance there and both of those things are deadly both of those things can keep you doing the same job for 30 years they can keep you in a relationship that sucks you know what i mean because the thing the things that you were saying like oh you know wife and kids and uh you know to be on my feet financially to have a comedy career right like wife and kids that can happen you know what i mean like you can you can meet someone that's treats you like shit and marry them and then pump out a couple kids you can do that in the next couple years it's not hard no problem Just like gotta, you can do it right so leave it in <laughs> but the point the point <laughs> is, is that some said. of these goals are extremely attainable they're just not they have to be done the right way and the scary part is doing it the right way yeah right the scary part is like oh i actually love this person and i want to i want her to be a mother mm-hmm. i want her to be the mother of my kids yeah. right and then i you know i want i want kids i want to raise them i want to be there for them right it's e- it's it's hard to do that it's yeah. easy to be like yeah you know she's she's on my block she you know she wants me to pump a couple kids into her. I'm getting old, whatever. She loves me, and these are her childbearing years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a mechanic. She's a school teacher. What are you going to do? We got to make kids once in a while, you know? Just, just leave it in. <laughs> Sorry. You know, but, yeah, like, they're, they're doing it the right way is hard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And the right way is not being afraid of success not being afraid of what will happen if you fail yeah i think we should kiss <laughs> can we just get this over with uh, I don't 10 wanna... <laughs> 9 <laughs> hey happy new year <laughs> see i was nervous about that but i want i wanted to go for it yeah, yeah yeah i think we're talking about like you know more important things but oh okay all right <laughs> i'm sorry we'll be right back Yes. With uh, fitness influencer extraordinaire. Ballroom dancing bitch. Comedy legend. Lisa. St. Joe's graduate. <laughs> Lisa. She Lampanelli. went to Yale. Okay. No, has good work. grammar. What else? The list continues. Yeah. We'll take a quick break. Let's see. You know what, Bo? I freaking hate most fitness brands, and I'll tell you why. They make you look like a sausage roll, even if you're skinny and beautiful like me. So you know where I buy all my fitness shit? Where? Fitnesswank.com. It's a company that makes you look good and that that undercarriage can breathe. Get Fitnesswank.com. You don't want to look like 10 pounds of shit in a 5-pound bag. Listen, that's unnecessary. (laughs) Fitnesswank.com. Seriously. Hello and welcome back to the Losers with a Dream podcast. It's me again. <laughs> Hello from <Yeah>. the <laughs> And uh, yeah. if you haven't figured it out, Lisa's here. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out already. <laughs> And the other superstar to my left, yes. Bo McDowell, is here. I would say, you know, it's the right time to roll to me. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, why is what that a song? song in my head? I don't listen to Yacht Rock because I don't even respect yachts. Okay. I do not respect any vessel upon the water. <laughs> so I can't even know why that song is in my head and I'm mad. Yeah. It's sorry. It's just... <laughs> A chemical reaction. It I is. Know. I was like, oh my God. Okay, great topic. <laughs> yes. That I thought of. of I'm patting myself on that. No, I think it's a really good topic. I really yeah. do. But first, I want to address a couple things. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no. You were talking about a lacrosse. I don't know what this lacrosse is right at the beginning. You said a spoon and a lettuce. And I'm thinking everything this guy has to do with, it has a food metaphor. Is there anything you think of besides eating and thongs? You disgust me! I don't like it. He's never eaten lettuce. But I was cracking up because he's like, well, I'm an athlete. I'm like, no, you were an athlete. That's like saying Nick is... A hair icon. <laughs> there you go. He's not just a member. He's the owner. <laughs> so, like, this was very, I was very flattered that you felt like me, Bo, but stop shooting high because there's no way you could feel like me, and I'll tell you why. Nick, do you okay. agree with this? I don't remember the last time I played, oh, I don't know, for five people above a very mediocre bar and grill. <laughs> Or was in a comedy contest? What's that going on? No, I 
I'm, I'm flattered yet disgusted at the same time. Get it. I get it. I know. I'm with you. Don't think you're me, Bo. Don't think you're me. We're it like, ain't me, babe. We're like the same person. I know. You are, totally. you, you are a woman, so you guys have that in common. He has tits that hang. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, I'm body shaming. Is that bad, Ooh. America? Cancel me. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, and I, I, I actually did say to Nick on and off the air and in and out of your uh, presence that I was very proud of you for taking my advice on decluttering. I thought that was a really great move. When you texted me, I got rid of five bags and gave them to Goodwill. I was so proud of you, but I have to say, not to beat you up, but I don't get why you kept the things you kept because I told you to buy things that fit and were flattering and he steps out of the car and I'm not kidding in shorts that were fine. Okay, the shorts I can let go. Shorts are fine. But the shirt... No shirt should be in danger on a man of being a belly shirt when they lift their arms. Because at some point, you're going to have to lift your arms, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not completely See, paralyzed. Mind. He doesn't I don't, mind. I don't mind having a shirt that's a little... Why? It's just too short. I, I don't need it to be so long. Well, know? no, but there's an in-between. And it was like, I couldn't believe... I figured <laughs> he's going to get out of the car. Oh, he's going to have his top shelf stuff on. And it's that awful Grateful Day shirt that's a belly shirt no and he goes i go you kept those freaking white flip-flops what are you freaking (laughs) you know an italian down in freaking puerto vallarta he has a freaking white flip-flops and he goes no i i just bought those i go no no you did did. not and the white sunglasses to match that's true no one has liked those sunglasses pretty cool i love you i love them I feel we're really, truly friends. Okay, I want to know what makes you happy about those glasses. They're just ridiculous, and I can see how ridiculous they is are. It, oh, because oh, it's like when in high school you would wear... Is my it, short shorts? Yes. yes. So is this kind of your short shorts? This is my short more, shorts for my face. You just get a kick out of them. <laughs> I get a kick out of them. Okay, all right. Yeah. Enough said. Yeah, all right. I if you get that. a kick out of them, that's great. If they spark joy, like Marie Kondo <laughs> says, yeah. I am absolutely all for that. Yeah. But boy, did you look like a dope. <laughs> and I was so happy yeah, yeah, that yeah. it was Duchess and not a classy place yeah, yeah, yeah. like the Southport Diner. Ooh. Oh, yeah. we would have been ashamed. Uppity over there. I know. They, they definitely <laughs> are. Last night, yeah, it, it's really good. Okay, now let's go to Fear of Success. I am very impressed by this. I am impressed because you guys seem to understand what a difficult concept this is. Yeah. Because every dummy out there is probably going, ooh, I'm afraid of success. Yeah. yeah, well, you, first of all, you are if you're listening to this podcast instead of working <laughs> on your shit, dummy. You basically, you understand that this is a very, right. it's a contraindicated fear. It's something we shouldn't be scared of, but we are. So we get that there's fear of bears eating us. We're scared of uh, commitment, Nick. Mm. Oh, I wonder why he doesn't have a wife and kids. Um, oh, my mom died when I was six. Get over it. <laughs> we get it. It's horrible to lose somebody. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> right time to road me. No, but it's like I just need God, Lisa. You do. You yeah, need Jesus yeah. in your life. <laughs> no, but I really feel you hit the nail on the head when you said it is just easier to stay where you are yeah because i remember when i was starting comedy i did comedy in connecticut and like little road gigs for five years i said i'm not going to go into new york city as a comic till i'm good enough to be like wow where'd she come from yeah so the uh, the idea was definitely to go into new york which i did right on time i like gave myself a deadline and i soon learned the comics of New York and LA are very brave because no matter what they want to succeed. Like if you're in the game, you're in the game. Okay. So there's always jokes back then about the Boston comics and the Long Island comics who wouldn't move into the city because you'd rather be a big shot in Boston and complain about New York and your lack of TV credits instead of be like a guy like Tom Cotter who actually left Boston, came to the city, got on America's Got Talent, got into the finals, was number two, and they started making money. Right. The fact is, you 
have to get in the game if you truly want that thing. If you don't, that's okay. Yeah. If you're in it for a hobby, great. Yeah. Like Nick, if you were really in your heart going, I'm just going to serial date for the rest of my life. Like I don't want a wife. I don't want kids. That's fine. Like yeah. who cares? Yeah. That's not a problem. But the fact is, if you truly want something, the reason you're holding back is you just are afraid what's going to happen when you get it. Right. And what's the worst thing that can happen if you get what you want? Guess what? You don't know because it's an unknown. Your life's going to change. So a lot of people played it safe, like those yeah. Boston comics, those Long Island comics. Yeah. And all they did was shit on the guys who were in the game because well, I'm better than that guy. Yeah, well, get in the ring and prove it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like get punched in the face. Jonah <laughs> yeah. Hill yeah. got punched in the face in Wolf of Wall Street. A yeah. real fucking punch to the face because it was a Scorsese movie. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. if you're going to be in a Scorsese movie, you're going to take a shot to the face and not yeah. the kind Nick always talks about. <laughs> so yeah. the fact is we're comfortable as Wilson Phillips one of my uh, most treasured groups treasured. of the 90s. <laughs> they said, oh, you can sustain or are you comfortable with the pain? Yeah. You've got no one to blame for your unhappiness. You got yourself into your own mess. So if you, Nick, at 70 are complaining about no wife, no kids, it's nobody's fault but yours. But the fact that you recognize it, how old are you? <laughs> Every week. You guys are 40. Are you 30? 33. Are you 30 yet? 30. Are you 20? 28. No, and you're 21. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you're 21, Bo, yeah. and Nick is 43. That's right. If you at this young age are already figuring out, oh, I'm just afraid of this, you go to the shrink and you work on it. Yeah. You know, and a huge part of it is the imposter syndrome. You hit on that. And what basically that is, people out there, that is... People, I still have imposter syndrome. I still have imposter syndrome. Like, who the fuck am I to think I was a success? Yeah. Am I really worthy of this? Who am I to think I could be a good friend or a good family member? We are afraid we'll be exposed as a fraud. Yeah. So we live in this constant fear that, oh my God, I just sold out such and such uh, Radio City. I just sold out Carnegie Hall. But, but I'm not a real comic but they're going to know they're going to see through it. Yeah, so yeah. that's what happens. And guess what? Here's the bad news and the good news. It only goes away. If you work on yourself, it doesn't go away with more accomplishments. Yeah. Just cause your resume grows. You don't look at it and go, no, here's proof. I'm not a fraud. You could have 12 bestsellers still feel you're a fraud. I feel like it probably almost gets worse. It does just, yeah. because you're just adding to the, you're, you're adding another, like a brick a glass brick in a wall that's going to break. Yeah. You know, you have no foundation. So, I mean. All those glass bricks you see. Yeah, it's another brick <laughs> in the wall. This whole episode is my audition yes. for American Idol. I hope you're all enjoying that. Um, and also, I think that the feeling of not deserving success. Why should I be happy? My parents were miserable. Why do I deserve to be happy? Yeah. My family's not rich. Why do I deserve to be rich? I remember the first time I stayed at foxwoods in a really nice suite when they put me up there when i was playing there i got so depressed and i'm like what's going on yeah i'm like oh my god my parents would never treat themselves this good so it's like oh just because they didn't i had felt like i should play low yeah play small but obviously ambition and achievement trumped that and i moved forward but it still took working on the internal stuff yeah so Bo, when you're doing comedy are you ever feeling like, oh my God, me just putting myself out there, they're going to see who I really am and know I'm not that great as a human or as a comic? I mean, I constantly <sighs> watch you and I go, wow, he's not that great as a comic. <laughs> but as a human, he's no, fine. I feel like my heart is really on my sleeve. Mm -hmm. So I feel like when I'm, especially when I'm on stage, they're seeing pretty much everything that mm -hmm. I want them to see. Right. Um, I, and by the way, I don't think there's anything that I'm holding back either. You know what I mean? If there was, then I'd be like, oh, I shouldn't do this. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like for the most part, and I there was a comic that mentioned it last week. He was like, Bo, you're so, he's like, you're so quick to be sincere because your heart is so out in the open. So do you think and comedy on stage part, not the off stage part, the on stage part is one of the only places where just full, you're fully you and not afraid of the consequences. Yeah, hundred percent. That that's how I felt too. I was like, well, it's all out there. Yeah. 
But then in real life, you're afraid to post something on TikTok. You're afraid to, you know, go, oh, here's, <clears throat> let's be super um, worried about if people are going to listen to the podcast because it's really yeah. sincere issues and let's add a news segment <laughs> because everyone else is doing that. Coming so, from a place of lack. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it's more like um, I just really, really want to succeed. Mm. And I see other people succeeding other ways. And I think, well... I, I just need to try everything. I need to continue. Like, I, I just have to do more. There needs to be this. There needs to be that. And I know, so but you I have to like, have, that's a whole different episode of throwing yeah, a, the, the, the kitchen, kitchen sink, sink at your career instead of just being the best at what you do. Right. So, I mean, I remember Steve Byrne, who's just one of the best physical comics. He's like up there with Sebastian yeah. for sure. And I remember they would make fun of him at the cellar because he was doing so much physical stuff and those yeah. guys think they're comedy purists someone would be like oh that's cheap laughs and stuff and for like a couple <laughs> they're of years they're not leaning against the wall telling you how yeah. it is <laughs> well no they're sitting at that upstairs table surrounded yeah. by other you know people who aren't going anywhere yeah. and they're like well like dude that's cheap laughs like what are you doing no. and he stopped doing it for a couple of years i'm like why like, it's really good. Yeah. And I think eventually he realized, oh, I just got to listen to myself. Yeah. So it's not kitchen sinking it and throwing in everything they think they should do. It's just going, okay, if I want to be successful and I really want it, I have to take action to run my own race. Yeah. You know? So, like, Nick, how do you feel you playing small has kept you safe? <clears throat> I would just say it just keeps my my anxiety down about certain things. I would say I, I don't I don't know how does it keep me safe? Because the whole thing is we don't try yeah. things because we want to keep feeling safe about it. So for instance, if I never I just turned sixty, if I never for the rest of my life went on a date, I'd be that safe. Yeah, because I have no desire to. Right. But the fact is, am I as part of that fear of my life changing? Because it's yeah. super comfortable now. Yeah. Like it's easy. Life is really easy. Right. I freaking go out when I want. I do what I want. I watch what I want. I don't have to worry if my cry in front of on a t uh, if I cry at a TV show in front of my dogs, yeah. they don't make fun of me. <laughs> like I am really fucking comfortable. But then you go, ooh, am I missing something because I'm comfortable? Right. For sure. So it's, I started working with a trauma therapist today and I've never had any traumas with a capital T, right. but you know, I grew up in a kind of a rageful house, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So the fact is you go, well, maybe healing some of that will let me take risks and risk succeeding. Failing's fucking easy, man. I've yeah. failed like five things in the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it hurts a little, and then you fucking cry, and you grieve, and you move on. Yeah. You know? You go, oh, wah. Like, after a while, it's just like you could list your failures, and it's kind of funny. Yeah. But, oh, my God, suppose I met a fucking great guy, or suppose yeah. I... um you know, made a bunch of good friends and they die. Like right. you just don't fucking know. The yeah. right people never die, by the way. Like I remember when <laughs> Dude, September that's such 11th, a good point. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You're so when September 11th <laughs> happened, I go, why couldn't those towers, they were filled with such good people and you yeah. read all the beautiful stories. I go, why couldn't that have been stand-up comics in the whole thing <laughs> like why couldn't it be take why your stand-up plane to just fly into the comedy store and the comedy oh my seller God, that would yeah. have been the best take them like all useless off. pieces of skin yeah <laughs> but really it's scary to think about losing anything yeah so i think like when we think about fear of success it's like it's just fear of loss yeah. i think everything is fear of loss Right. Like Nick, you fall in love, you push through in therapy, you push through to date the girl who maybe doesn't look like the Instagram model. You go, wow, I love somebody for their insides. Somebody who would be in the foxhole with me, which I thought was the greatest the fucking term that, that was used in this movie Dennis or um, yeah, Dennis Quaid did about like you want to pick a woman you could be in the foxhole with. Yeah. You know, who you could take the cat to the vet with, you know, and put the cat down even if it doesn't have to be. Right. So <laughs> I was like, right. Put your cats down. Um, That's yeah, the moral all of the spay and neuter and them. kill all of them, them, but not the dogs. Um Foxhole, you know when you're killing your cats. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you feed the cats to the fox. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You dig a foxhole and you throw the cat in the Right. Foxhole. So if you really what's the worst that could happen? You finally this is would be Nick. He'd finally 
get his head after three years more of therapy, get his head around, he date a girl who he thinks is beautiful inside and out, and who, by the way, everybody else does too, but yeah. he was too critical and hung up on before to de- not date to date her. He has the two kids, and he'd come in. We'd be on the 800th episode. Come on. Oh, God damn it. Life got me again. I had a fucking great wife. She has tit cancer. Like, there's yeah, going to yeah. be something. It's th- all fear of loss, that's right? That's so funny you, you said that. I was just going to mention it. A few days ago, it was a little dark, but like I remember thinking about, like, yeah, I'm a wife and kids. And I'm like, what if my wife gets cancer? 100%. And yeah. dies. 100%. And then I'm really thinking, like, maybe I just shouldn't marry, get married. No, I <laughs> like, that's, that's having such true. a weird like, I get uh, it, though. That's it makes thought. Yeah. It's no, a crazy thought. It's not a crazy no. thought because we all think it. Yes. What if, uh, what if I had never adopted those dogs who, by the way, I hoodwinked, I sherm broke, uh, <laughs> what's his name <laughs> Bo the 85 yeah. year old into babysitting my dogs in a couple yep. of weeks but what if you don't say yes to the invitation it's easier than saying no it's saying no to the invitation to life or to even the invitations to go to things is a lot easier than fucking doing them yeah. like I on the way here we were in such traffic I got a text and this sounds sexual but it's not okay. a, it was like a group text no and a friend was by like hey Norwalk's having a taco festival <laughs> which by the way there were two lesbians and a bunch of gay guys on the thing so I think I'm the only one who got it yeah. so, so taco fest is this week here's where I go Oh, it's going to be hot. I'm going to sweat. I can't eat a lot anyway. It's just fear of opening up and letting people see who you are. So that's all fear of success. So I'm going to say yes to Taco Fest. Say yes to Taco Fest. You'll see what happens. Because we want good friendships. We want good family relationships. We want good careers, whatever that looks like. Right. It doesn't have to look like, Nick, to you, success might mean, you know, just doing three shows a week in Connecticut the rest of your life. It doesn't have to look yeah. like it does to needy McFucking fuckface over here. <laughs> it can look however we want. So it's not yeah. success by the world standards. It's a success for what we find joy in. Right. But that little bit of fear... Until we conquer that, it's not going to be. Uh, we're we're never going to cross it off the list as something we actually tried. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. I absolutely. I mean, and a lot of that also comes from just the social anxiety. You know, I, that's that's what I have to a T is just like, oh, you know what? I just don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be there because it's just too much. I'm going to get anxious, and then I'm going to like I. So many things I've avoided because I just go. I don't want to sit and have dinner with that person. And then right. and all of a sudden we have to talk and now we have to, you know what I mean? Like, and disgusting. Maybe that's not fear of success, but it's just like well, sometimes doing anything, up, which opening yeah. up is, does lead to success right. with the right people. Yep. So for instance, suppose, you know, this girl, uh, you're going to go out with her tonight and it, I don't hold out much hope. She seems way too good for you. Yeah. Um, I feel as if <laughs> you saying yes shows a, not fear of success. I think that shows a, oh, this is actually an appropriate person, not some whore. (laughs) I mean, I don't know her. She probably is. But I mean, you know, I think this is a step. Anytime we say yes to something that feels right in our heart. So no, you don't have to say yes to every dinner with every freaking charm on the planet. No. But, you know, you go, ah, they asked. That kind of could be cute. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? It's it also good to know. for an hour and a half. It's so good to know the things to say no to, too, right? Like, it's good to That's have. A huge, by the way, I read a lot about fear of success yeah. uh, over the week. A big thing is saying no to a lot of things. Yeah. Adding more isn't really what right. it's about. It's about subtracting. Subtracting the wrong things, the wrong people, not being surrounded by the negative Nellies. Because, like, really, if one Boston comic said to that Boston yeah. comic, and this is, by the way, not shitting all over every Boston comic, but the ones who really have fear of success. Yeah. If one said, hey, man, you know, I don't know, let's try to go to New York one day. Yeah. Or let's move to L.A. just for a month. Right. Then you removed yourself from the pack of negativity and you move forward. That's why secret meetings with over 10 steps work because they make people try things that will lead to actual success, correct? Yeah, and the big thing that happens that I hear in those types of meetings Mm -hmm. um, is 
get gatherings, com- if you <laughs> gatherings, will, is to get comfortable being uncomfortable, dude. Which is one of the 100%. biggest life lessons I ever found. Which was just like because I'm always uncomfortable. Or there's always, especially anything is uncomfortable. But of if course. you just get used to just yeah, yeah, I'm uncomfortable and that's okay because this is something I've never done before. Or this is an experience that I'm having that has fear attached to it. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to walk through it. it doesn't mean I'm not going to do right. it. I'm just going to get comfortable being uncomfortable. If all you guys did... Genius. Well, yes, but you didn't think of it, so <laughs> it's okay. If all you guys did was for the next year say yes to things that you think sound right but are scary and acknowledge that it's okay to be uncomfortable and get yeah. comfortable with discomfort, that's fucking successful. Huge. Because think about it, okay? It might be uncomfortable to, like, it's the stupidest shit. Like, I volunteered last week for the first time in maybe, God, 15 years. And when I was doing it back when I was well-known, I was just, like, doing it. I wasn't doing it for optics, but I was never fully in it because I was yeah. like, oh, I have to be on the road and stuff. Yeah. So I never fully embraced it. I was like, I'm really committing. I'm going to go to this Bridgeport rescue mission. I'm going to just serve food. Yeah. Great. Nothing famous. Just serve food. And I'm driving there. I'm like, I am so fucking scared. Yeah. Suppose they're mean to me. Suppose they recognize me and are like, you said these awful yeah. words and jokes years ago. Yeah. You know, and, and oh, suppose I can't find a parking space. Like literally. Yeah. Suppose I can't. Oh, I yeah, suppose I can't find it. I show up an hour, a half hour <laughs> early. So I'm like, well, okay, so I know where it is. I can go to McDonald's. I can go yeah. for a drive. So I would have in the past let that fear hold me back and ended up it was so much fun the people yeah. were so nice i'm like signed up for every week and it's like wow Brene brown calls it ffts fucking first times yeah ffts are hard she was scared to death the day she did her first podcast she talked about it the whole subject was ffts yeah anytime we have to do something for the first time it's horrible and the yeah. second time is a Contair easier right but it's not like it's oh now it's easy i'll probably no. still when i drive up there friday go oh are the same people going to be there are they going to be nice again yeah, will, yeah. will i bag the fruit correctly <laughs> you know it's just silly stuff that you go yeah oh i just got to push through it yes you do now you Bo, yes. to close this out i did when you said a lot of the key to this is action it reminded me of the japanese concept of kazan now you're smiling as if oh she doesn't know anything she knows it all yeah i know he's so ignorant <laughs> kazan is this concept where you make continuous improvement you don't go from trying to look like Bo to Lenny Kravitz. First of all, you can't turn black no matter how much you try with your rap aficionado ship. So I, yeah, the reason Lyricism. I thought of Lenny Kravitz because I was walking in from the can after shaking the dew off the lily and there was a picture of Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. I'm like, damn! Yeah. Like he had a freaking, I mean, he had dude. no shirt on. What, what's yeah. going on? What's happening in this studio? It's Kravitz. So he's so hot. So you good? don't look at him and go, that's what I'm gonna, yeah, maybe someday that'd be great. But, the reason Kazan works is because you notice small improvements over time. Yeah. So what you do is you pick a goal or something you want to be a success in, and you do this method called SMART, which is you make sure the small step, small step is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So give me one thing, Bo, if that is your real name, Something you want to be a success in, and let's break it into a small step, your first step only, but it has to be all these five things, because if not, you're going to give up, you're going to go too fast, get overwhelmed, and quit. Yep. Name something, and we'll help you through. Okay. I want to be open-minded and present at my date tonight okay let's that's that's hard to measure okay but let us try so how about this let's put it into something you can actually measure okay your dick 
three inches. No. Me and Nick think way too much alike. No. If you measure, I want to actively listen. Okay, yes. Great. Because active listening, chicks dig that shit and you get a fucking hummer. Yeah, yeah. No. If a broad, if a skirt if thinks a skirt. you're listening to her. If a clam listening. And you're not looking at her pins all night. <laughs> Like a 1940s criminal. You're gonna get a ooh ah. Okay, <laughs> which by the way is not our goal for tonight. Our mm-hmm. goal is to not have sex. I want you to get a kiss goodnight, as if this is Hitch and you are an even more disgusting Kevin James. <laughs> so, to be an active listener, that's very specific goal. So good, we have the one thing. Is that measurable? Yes. How you? are able to go, oh my God, I'm slipping. I'm going to bounce back. I can yeah. measure. And you could literally, it's almost like when I got that mirror for the house, that exercise yeah. mirror, it literally says, because you know my heart rate doesn't go up. It yeah. literally goes, I do 45 minutes. It's like, you are three minutes in the zone. You know, it's like, oh my God, I'm dead. I'm legally dead. But you can measure to yourself and go, oh, wow. In the last 10 minutes, I was pretty present for eight of them, but now I got to step it up. So right. you can measure that. So maybe not specifically, don't write it down to be a total yeah. douche, but you know, really hold you. That's, that's where holding yourself accountable comes yeah. in. Is it achievable? Can you bow actively listen? I do not see evidence of this. I saw you zone out. We had a very special guest <laughs> that we're not going to mention who we're going to put on our page, upcoming Patreon. And we're all interviewing this very special famous guest. Yeah. I mean, famous by like standards that even I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, Bo literally, Nick, this was him. Be like engaging oh, no. and talk like you're a celebrity. <laughs> I literally at one point almost punched him in the clit because he was like this. Not looking even at the celebrity or me. So he's got two celebrities and a bald ass gay friend and he is not even paying attention. So you, it is achievable for you, but you yes. have to police this yes it's one of my main problems what is that tell me what that is i don't know he doesn't care about other people i don't think it's that i think that i just once i lose it it's really hard for me to get it back like the second i just start to drift then what are you thinking of when you're drifting i'm it's (laughs) alcohol pussy goldfish yeah i think goldfish be a goldfish like they say yeah yeah. it's really it's nothing it's nothing specific it's just my brain starts going and you go and then you just start to like i just have you taken your meds that keep you on track i don't have meds yeah i think that that might be a nice achievable goal for you is to get on some fucking meds that make you pay attention he's gonna buy flintstone gummy vitamins that's (laughs) that's it no but just just try to notice it notice your own life to hold yourself accountable yeah. notice what's going on yeah and really if you're listening i mean you might learn something you might like go oh wow that's kind of an interesting thing she's bringing up yeah. you know because i don't think you're on the date with this girl just because she's hot which she is right. i think you actually like her and she seems very cool she's cool yeah so don't fuck it up okay so is this relevant yes, yes. you do in order for you to ever achieve a happy relationship, you've got to do active listening. Yeah. There's no and active listening also implies that you, which might be a tool to help you tonight. You you don't repeat it like super word for word. But which okay, is what suppose I, do. I know it's terrible. <laughs> so let's do it. I'm gonna be both. You I be do. the girl, yeah, and yeah. I'll I'll actively listen. Um. Okay. So ask me a question, Bo, that you would ask me on the date. Yeah. So um. Nick, you be the waiter. What's it? What's it like being? You like... want more coffee? <laughs> Anybody? Sir, please. Okay, are you the Sorry. girl? Are yeah, I'm the, the girl. girl? I'm the girl. Okay. Um, so Bo, are you Bo McDowell, the comedian? <laughs> oh my goodness, oh, I my. know you. Oh my goodness, that's actually Lisa Lampanelli. Oh yes. So, um, Bo, uh, you know. What what are you, what are you into? No, like, no, no, what? no. You're telling me a story, so I'm. Oh, Bo. I'm telling you a story. So, okay. uh, so like you know, it was great seeing the at the secret top secret gathering the other day. Um, so how's the last year been for you? Oh my God, it's been crazy. You know, like with everything going on, you know, it's been wild. Like I actually moved back into my parents' house, and you know, like things. Wait been- a minute, you're <laughs> telling me you moved back. 
No, that's not active listening. <laughs> <laughs> Repeating in a screaming voice is not. Are you guys ready for dessert? Yeah. <laughs> I moved back into my parents' house and like, you know, like that has its challenges. Like my dad is, he's just getting older and I have to help him with a lot of different things. And, you know, my mother is very overbearing. She's like wondering like what I'm doing every day. And it's like, mom, I'm, you know, I'm 28. Like I don't really need yeah, this much really, supervision. You know, I don't mean to interrupt, but I, what you're saying is really interesting because I mean, being 28, I okay. totally, totally understand that. Moving back in with the parents, I mean, hey, my mother came to help me clean out my closet, and wow, did that nice even that her. was hard. So I can I can imagine it's very difficult. So it sounds like that's what you're saying, right? No, it is, and honestly, the way you said that just made me really realize like you're listening, and I am listening now. Gobble my knob. <laughs> so see. It's kind of repeating yeah. it, but almost tricking a bitch into me. I'm sure there's more to active listening that somebody's going to be like, no, it also involves this and this and this. Yeah. Like you're saying, am I right? Yeah. Eh, you don't have to parrot somebody no. to do it. Like, don't be an idiot. Yeah. So, and, and also, I want to keep being time bound, time bound, time bound. The T in the smart is time bound, which means let's have your goal be tonight. Yep. But how about we say for the tonight. next month, Whatever time I spend with people, I'm going to get in that. I'm going to remember that active listening is my big thing that I have to do now. And I am going to, for the next month, really work on that. So okay. all the, the only way to make these changes is small, man. You know what I mean? You cannot change Rome in a day. Nah. You can't change it all. You can't turn Nick into a soprano lover <laughs> to watching something that doesn't involve a mob hitting a slap in the puss. Yeah. Okay. And by puss, I mean puss. Yeah. <laughs> Which I hope you'll be getting at some point. But not you, Nick. You need to live without it. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's have a few. I already shaved my head like a monk. I'm just going to live that lifestyle. You might as well. I think, yeah. I think you have fear of success. And it's going to stay in there for a while, but that's okay. You got to shrink. You're not beyond help, Bo. You're not beyond help except for tonight because yeah. that can't go up. No, it's I think you're going to do good. I, I feel confident. Lisa really believes in this date, and yeah. I love that. I kind of do. I want to. Yeah, I don't know why. I though. Go it's watch. weird because I. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to pretend to be the waiter and be like, "Sir, are you sure you want two entrees? Yeah, yeah. Do you want a side salad to take? Are you home? sure? I heard you had the, well, uh, the spinnies on, the the on your podcast. I, I think we've learned a lot. Yeah. I think we've learned small changes are what works. If you ever think, who do I think I am to want such and such a thing? Who do I, who do, who do I think I am? Guess who you are? Who do you think you are <laughs> has to be converted to why not me? Why Instead not me? of why me? Why not me? Why not? But not in a snotty way no. you just said it. Why not? Nick, I'm instead of you saying one. <laughs> I'm making a point. You're right, Lisa. Oh. If Nick say, why should I have a good successful relationship? Who am I to have that? Who aren't you? I will slap your face. Yeah. Like Jonah Hill took it to the face. Foreplay. In Wolf of Wall Street. He did. By the guy from The Walking Dead. Yes. Who is that guy? To say he could be a success. He's an ugly mug with long earlobes. True. Yet he succeeded. So who are we to say we're not good enough? Well, I say, you guys, I'm the only one to tell you you're not good enough. And we'll talk more about that on next week's <laughs> Loser with a Dream. And Remember every week. To review, rate, and do other things that will make us get listeners and sponsors. Because we're not doing this for fucking free. <laughs> But we are currently. We like to change that. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. Fucking hate these guys. 